don't ask me to record when you ain't around. You hate me. Well, it's because I asked you like at 11, a little after 11 o'clock. You know, 11 o'clock my time. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> so, no. Anyway. Hey. Welcome Why? to Welcome to week 906, I think, if I count counted weeks right. And uh yeah, I'm Crank. That's Mike. What are you doing? Where have you been? Don't say busy cuz I've been busy too. Oh, it's part that I got sick last week. Was in a real bad mood about it. Didn't feel like talking. And, uh, you know, stuff. Jesse never feels like talking. Uh, your cat? Hey, you dipshit! I'm gonna jump through this computer and attack you in some mood right now! <laughs> Why are you so angry? What's with this misplaced aggression? I'm just stressed out. Yeah. I understand. I, um, let's see. I'm hoping this weekend to be able to demo out two songs to show you. Okay. There was the one I told you about before, and then I had a a second one come to me. I like this. I like that you're doing stuff. And then I've got, like, the chorus for a third, but I don't know if I'll have the rest of that fleshed out enough to even demo this weekend. Mm -hmm. But I, I think you'll appreciate what the song's about, though. Because it's okay. it's called thirty minute shower. Oh no, uh, 30, 30 minutes. You're being kind to yourself. But I think you're like two hour, I think, two hour shower. I think you'll appreciate it. Oh yeah, mm, already do. Um. So anyway, what else is new? What have you been up to? Yeah, I've been stressing. I've been mental. I've been wigging. What are you wigging on? Well, I ain't getting a dab. Oh. And so I, I, I did a, I did a pitch with somebody. Um, haven't sent that out. And so I thought I'd start working on Battle Pug. And it's weird to work on your own stuff when you know you're not getting paid for it after spending a year working on that book. And uh, so I just kind of sat there for a week, not doing anything. And uh, like I need to get something. So I called up Marvel. Marvel said, okay, we'll give you something. And then I just got an email saying, uh, no, it's been a while since you've been here. Uh, we don't want to do the paperwork, and you cost too much money. Damn. So they didn't say it like that, but they did. They said, <laughs> they said, uh, you, uh, no, we don't, uh, they did mention paperwork. <laughs> we were ships that passed in the night, and our time is done. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's I'm, a, I'm upset about that. That's sort of a bummer. Then I got, yeah, it's a real bummer. I got this other job that's like too much of a rush. Like I'd have to get uh, 30 pages done by March 13th. Mm. And uh, but I'm, I'm probably going to have to take it because that is the nature of our business, and I don't really want to, but. Uh, Wee, wee. Yep. 
pride make people have a harder job, I guess. Two truisms come to mind. One is feast and famine. And the other is uh, hurry up and wait. I'm just I'm just tired and I I don't know, my mental health has sort of reached a, a place where I cannot no longer tolerate things. So I have made a, an appointment to see a therapist on Monday. So I can yell at them instead of you. Oh, I wonder if all this mental stress has coincided with the fact that I've been absent so much. You haven't had somebody to yell at. You know what? Maybe. Maybe you should think about that. Yeah, I should consider... Maybe you should think about other people for a change instead of yourself. I should consider your mental health. Yes. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Why don't you care about me more than you care about yourself? Are you feeling better already? I do like to laugh at your expense. I know. Uh, it's just stressful. When have you done those cons you were talking about yet? Uh, I only have the one, and that's uh, in Belgium, and that is at the end of March, beginning oh. of April. Okay. And I was worried that I, about getting stuff done by then, but it doesn't look like that's going to be a problem. <laughs> Right. Huh. And then there's just, you know, the, I, you know, I like playing guitar, but I make it stressful to myself because I have, like, these weird goals and I never reach them. <sighs> yeah. And I've got to do, you know, it's, it, I, I've got all these little bits of work that I do for not money. Like, I do design for my guitar teacher and, uh, for lessons. That's like one. That's barter. Yeah, that's barter. And then, well, the other one who I was paying, you know, Marty, is actually wanting me to, like, do album covers now. And I'm just like, well, I don't know where I'm going to fit that in. And, uh, uh, and, and, you know, the season 14 is probably going to happen. That's cool. Yeah, but that just sets a it sounds like I'm complaining about stuff, and I I am, but it's just more, it's worrying is what it is. It's trying to figure out how to do all this and still be. Well, I I'm just I, this is uh, why I need to see a therapist. Well, yeah, you, yeah I, I mean, I can't seem to be happy. And you're sort of in that. Again, you know, I, I mentioned this before. Usually, typically. For me, the first few months of the year are slow. They're really slow, and I get worried, you know, because I'm like, I if, what if this stays slow, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that that was the exact kind of mindset I was in last year that drove me to crazy overbook myself and then proceed. Well, to- that, that is what I'm worried about because I will do that, and I, you know, like on this job, I will underbid, and I shouldn't because you know it's I should over. I should charge more because it's a tight turnaround and stuff like that. Right. I, um, and uh, you don't want to get in the position I put myself in last year because I literally had some breakdowns at certain points, you know? I'm going to break you down. Or I I couldn't, I I was barely keeping it together and, and it was hard to function. And that's just not a good position to be in. Like, what if, what if, what if I, uh, so my abuse didn't help? 
No, it, it your abuse only works for you. Mm. Yeah. I mean, my abuse only works for me. Well, it, it only makes you feel better. Uh, I you're you're assuming a lot that it makes me feel. Better. You, you, you've said you enjoyed it, so you know. I, well, I mean, I enjoy talking to you. I'm just saying. Well, I get mad when you don't. I'm just saying. Although you know what? Here's here here's some therapy. Why do I feel mad instead of worried or sad when I don't talk to you? I, I feel I'm mad. I'm mad that you're not there for me to talk to. I don't know. Why is that? Ask your therapist. <laughs> I don't want to ask my therapist. I don't want to go to a therapist. Well, I mean, if it helps, it helps, right? I'm going to do the mental equivalent of overbidding. When I go to the therapist, I'm just going to make them think that I'm so messed up well, that it's not worth doing. You don't want to wind up with like an involuntary, um, what do they call it? Involuntary incarceration? No. Involuntary committal. That's what it is. Did that happen? That can happen, yeah. I mean, that happens in extreme cases if they feel like you're a danger to yourself or somebody else. They can involuntarily commit you to a facility for observation. I think that's only like for 48 hours kind of thing. At least in Ohio. I don't know what it's like in Illinois. But, um, and then, you know, if they don't find any signs that you're actually dangerous, they they let you go. But Yeah. Anywho, let's not dwell on that possibility. Well, the possibility of being put in a home? Right. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. Well, yeah, but an old folks' home is probably better than an insane asylum, right? They don't call them that anymore, though. A patient care facility? Mental health care facility? Is that what they call it now? I don't know. Something like that. I think using the word insane is taboo now. It is? Well, not taboo, but it's frowned on. Hmm. Because these are, you know, there's lots of negative connotations with insanity. I don't know. You know, culture changes, words change. I was trying to figure out the other day the etymology of the word cap. Cap in the case of street slang meaning bullet. Oh. Um, I think. I mean, I think a logical. Pro- I mean, it would be cap gun, right? Right. A logical progression would be that a lot of street slang is code, so that you're not actually saying the thing you're saying. Mm-hmm. And cap would be recognizable because of cap gun. So you'd say, give me some bullets, give me some caps, you know? Yeah, people, did people say that, though? Give me caps? Well, no, I'm just, I, I don't know. That. I'm saying, I'm, I'm trying to work through a logical progression of how this could have come into, like, common lexicon. Because, like, if I said I'm going to bust a cap in your ass, even my parents know what that means. You know? Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's, it's just made its way into the common language, and, and they've seen it on TV and stuff, you know, like... So, I was just trying to figure out the progression from there, and I'm thinking it probably started out as just code for bullets. Mm-hmm. And then that progressed into, you know, I mean, generally when you say something about somebody's ass, you don't literally mean their ass. Like when you say I'm going to kick your ass, it doesn't literally mean I'm going to put my foot up your ass, you know. <clears throat> it just means that I'm going to beat you up or whatever. So, like, I I could see the com- combination of those two becoming a, just a street lingo thing, but then that, that begs the question, who the hell was the first person that said it? <laughs> and like popularize it. You know? 
I don't know. I find things like this just curious sometimes. My mind drifts and I start wondering about stuff like this. Mm. And it makes me want to bust a cap in your ass. Well, I didn't do anything. I'm just trying to use a phrase in a sentence. Um, another weird word. And that, that's just... I like here, run! What? My wife's here, run. Oh, no. Hi, Julie. Are you doing your great cast? What do you want down here? Oh, I just come see how the vet was. <laughs> Would you like to come and talk about the vet? No. Come here. Why? Because we're going to discuss the vet. Oh, no, the vet. I took Floyd to the vet today. And they told you he wasn't really a cat. That, that's right. Would you like to know the good news or the bad news? There's bad news? It's too fat. Oh. It's not what I asked. Good news or bad news? Good news. Good news is he is a perfect cat, they said. They said he's super sweet. I said you would be so angry if you were here right now. Because he just jumped out and was like, hi, everybody. And he was like rubbing up against everybody and letting, letting them all examine him. He's lost weight. He's the perfect weight. He has no problems, no vaccines, nothing. He is a perfect little boy, they said. Huh. You're evil, Floyd. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the bad news that he's evil? The bad news is he's not perfect. He has uh, some, some, uh, what they said, probably some inflammation in his teeth, and they're probably going to have to remove a couple in the back. Already? Yep. Not even that old. They say what? They said it's not uncommon. Hmm. He's just got gnarly teeth. That's why his breath's so bad. I mean, I'm not surprised. I just figured they would say to like try and brush him or something. Well, I mean, we could, but it looks like they might be already past the point. And plus, I mean, do you want to try and brush no. his teeth? He's evil. He is evil. They don't think so. They think he's a perfect little boy child. It sounds like the plot for a story. Was, it was making me mad. Because he was like, he actually got into my lap and was rubbing up against me. He never does that here. (laughs) Yeah, he was being a dick. He's the worst. But he is in great health. We've done very good with his weight, they said. Good. I said, you should see him at home. He is not like this. And they didn't believe you. Nope, they said they said the word perfect many times. And he had those big saucer eyes with sparkles around him? Mm-hmm, he did. He turned into a little, a little anime cat. Yep. First. He's a, good, he's a con man. He's good. I mean, that's how we got him. <laughs> and I just gave him treats. I gave him treats, too. I gave him treats because he, he seemed... Shook up by the whole experience. Well, he's upstairs just crying, wandering around. He gets he gets really friendly when he's terrified. We need to scare him more. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's not scared of us at all. Nope. <laughs> he, he thinks he runs us. Would you say he thinks he rules you? Yeah. Well, 100%. he learned. He learned from the best, Crank. Hmm. By the transitive property, that means he rules you, too. Probably. I haven't met him yet, though. 
Well, eventually, someday, I guess I'd probably have to bring them down there. How close are you to that chemical thing? Chemical thing? Yeah, the chemical train explosion or whatever it was. Oh, I haven't been reading news, so I, I don't know anything about that. Far east, so close to us. No, we're west. Close to Pennsylvania. Oh, east. Why am I bad with east and west lately? I did that with the Irish guy. So it's more like northern Ohio, like northeastern Ohio? Yeah. Pennsylvania? Cleveland's always getting something happening to him. It's karma. Lakes catching on fire, you know, stuff like that. Bye. (laughs) Take care. I am working Uh, on a thing that I'm having trouble understanding the script. Same here. It is very random. Project the project I got, they said it's thirty pages. I opened it up. There's no pages at all. It's just one long script. Oh, they didn't even break it down? And I'm like, oh, so this is my job now. That's is it a regular comic book or is this a like a commercial art thing? It's a commercial art comic book. Okay. Yeah, they don't necessarily understand formatting. <laughs> I should have charged more. Um this I just I'm just having under it, this is one of those things where they're trying to be very uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh metatextual maybe no that's that's not the right word I'm looking for um I don't know I I I'm, I can't think of the right word my, I, I'm still my brain's still trying to get back to normal um but it, it from a, my standpoint from trying to letter it it's just really confusing because they, they want stuff being obscured by other stuff and um, very stylized sort of lettering, I guess. Not stylized in, in its looks, but stylized in the application of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from me trying to letter it, I'm like, how in the world am I supposed to do this? <laughs> you know, Like, how, how do I do this and make it so that it just doesn't look like a big jumble of stuff thrown on a page is, is my thing. Like... Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's kind of weird. It's weird and difficult. Hopefully, I'm pulling it off. No, you're not. Well, we'll see. I guess once it gets to the editor, we will see how it goes. <sighs> Other than that, uh, today's been a good day. I haven't had to use my AK. Really? Yeah. See, that's the opposite of a good day. <laughs> really? You think a good day is when you have to use your AK? Oh, I want to use my AK so bad! Mm. I don't have an AK, Crank. I'm not a lunatic. Uh, really? Do you have an AK? Um, no. That's what I thought. Called you out. Uh, I'm trying to think. Are you, are you calling Ice Cube a lunatic? 
It's probably a lunatic. I mean, you know. Anyway, um, what are you doing? I'm working while I'm talking. What are you doing? I'm drawing a sketch. Because I'm talking to you. I, I you can't do the work like divide scripts up while I'm talking to you. I think I just got a... Yeah. I think I just got a fake phishing mail telling me my UPS package couldn't be delivered, which normally I would ignore, but I'm actually expecting a UPS package. Mm. So I'm like, I had to look at it. You know, not good. I don't like it when they do that. Stupid! I'm gonna pull up the actual tracking information instead of looking at this email. Oh balls! It's real. Oh no! Why couldn't it work? They said. I guess it didn't say it needed a signature and the actual information information. That's never right, I've noticed. And now apparently it did need a signature, and they tried to deliver it a, minute, a couple of minutes ago. And I was—I didn't hear them. So they're going to... They're going to make me go pick it up. Mm-hmm. The worst. How far away is it? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> uh... Oh, I'll have to look this up in a minute. Jesus. Last time they needed a signature and they didn't catch me, they just stopped by again the next day. They didn't make me go pick it up. Mm. Yeah, there's never a rhyme or reason for it. What a pain in the butt. Except this still isn't weird, man. Okay, so the email I, I got that I thought was a fake email... Um still isn't the right tracking number. <laughs> so I, I got a fake one and a real one? I'm so confused. Wait a minute. You, it's not the right tracking number? Well, the, so one, it's not- the one that I thought was fake isn't the right tracking number. But when I went and looked at the right tracking number, it also was... I don't, I'm going to have to figure this out later. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be doing this while we talk. It just happened to come up. <laughs> How odd. Anyway, so, um, words. I was going to say words before. Mm, What are they for? Okay, so, like, the cap thing, that's just sort of like a natural slang evolution of of the English language. You know, it's informal kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And stuff like that varies from even region to region in the United States, much less across the world. Although I, I would dare say that probably any English-speaking country in the world probably knows what bust a cap in your ass means at, by now. Yeah. That's probably not obscure to anybody. But then there's, like, formal changes to English language, which I've talked about before, like, when I've read old, like, Jane Eyre and stuff like that, or Pride and Prejudice, where it's still mm-hmm. English, but it's different. The usage mm-hmm. was different. Uh, sometimes the spellings were different for the same words that we use today, stuff like that. So that's more of like a formal evolution, I think. Um, And then there's just plain strange shit, like, okay, so, the man from La Mancha. Yeah. You know, his last name is Quixote, right? 
because mm-hmm. the X turns into kind of a J, and you're supposed to put the stress on that center syllable. It's Quixote or Quixote, like that. I, I, I'm probably still not saying it quite right, but anyway. So that's how you say his name. Now, when we talk about things being like Don Quixote, um, we say Quixotic, which is mm-hmm. Q-U-I-X-O-T-I-C, which is almost you know his name exactly. Why don't we say it's Quixotic? You know, if we say quixotic, it doesn't make any sense. Um, the only thing I can think of with that one is that maybe chaotic sounds too much like chaotic, and they wanted no. wanted to, you know, separate those. That's not what it is. I don't know, man. It's just very, very strange. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the, the one, the email I got was definitely a fake. Oh. But my actual delivery was also undeliverable. <laughs> so at the same time that my delivery was undeliverable, I also got a fake email telling me that my delivery was undeliverable. That's weird. It is. Very strange. Because, like, I'm looking at the, the detailed information on this message. Mm-hmm. Like the full, the routing and all that and shit. And, like, when you pull up the, you know how, like, in Gmail, like, when you hover over the sender's name or whatever, it'll pop up an icon with, like, a picture or whatever? Um, so that's, that's like, a just a random email address with somebody's family in the picture. Like, that, that wouldn't be in my UPS thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like, the the check here address and stuff, like, the, web, the URL for it is, like, funky, really weird. So... But how does that happen? How do I get a fake one when a real event happens at the same time? What does this world mean? How do magnets work, Mike? Uh, it's something that has to do with uh, science. Science? Yeah. But she blinded me with science. Well, maybe you should get better friends. Hmm. I suppose so. Uh, let's see what else is new. It's funny when you watch a movie that you saw, like, when you were younger and it was new. And because of the context of the time period you lived in, you didn't think anything of the stuff in the movie, right? It, it sure. all just seemed really normal. Tons of that now. And then, yeah, you watch something 35 years later, 40 years later, or whatever, and you realize how much... A, culture has changed, and B, you've changed, because you actually recognize some of the things that, like, just wouldn't fly now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's homophobia in that movie, there's racism mm-hmm. in that movie, <laughs> oh. there's date rape in that movie. Mm-hmm. Date rape played for laughs on top of it. Like, oh. in fact, all of it's played for laughs. You know, it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. With a slight touch of drama, I guess. But, I mean, and 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 the, the racism isn't even the, the thing you would think it is, or at least not the top of my head. But I mean, I don't, I don't know how I feel about how they play Getty Watanabe's character on that. I don't know that it's necessarily racist, but there is something odd about an old white couple taking in a foreign exchange student, so he does all their work. It is pretty racist. Um, but on top of that, the guy that uh, Molly Ringwald's sister is marrying, they keep calling him a bohunk. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, that's total like slur. You know? 
It is? Yeah, it's a, a racial slur for like a European common laborer kind of thing. It's meant to be targeted at certain people. It's, it's you know, it's like saying a nip or something, you know? No. It's just, it's a racial slur too. It's just not one that, you know, most of us would recognize probably. But, um, yeah, so it's like, just, and, and, and like I said, you know, when that movie came out, that, it, that stuff was normal, you know, <laughs> like, or it was at least normalized to a point that nobody would raise an eyebrow at it being said or played for fun. But yeah, it's just weird, man. I don't know what you want me to do about it. I'm just remarking on something that I found kind of odd, odd and strange. And uh, why are you home instead of at the studio? Because uh, I took Floyd to the vet. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. My parents took one of their dogs to the vet the other day, and she came back with a perfect bill of health. I said, well, that's good, because she's acting really old, and she's not supposed to be that old. Like, in the past year, she's... I, I'm thinking she's a year or two older than what they think she is, because they, they don't know her exact birthday or anything. So they tried to guesstimate it from, I guess, physical signs. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, just in the past year, she started acting like a much older dog than she should be. She's not, like, as active, I guess, you know, and stuff. There's just little little signs. She's also gotten a little neurotic over the past year. I don't understand that either. When they first brought her home, she was kind of skittish. She would jump at stuff, and uh, if you kind of came at her too fast, she'd pee on the floor kind of stuff, you know? Oh, what a Um But, I mean, you know, that, that lasted, like, maybe a month or so until she got used to things, and then she was fine, and she was jumping around like a puppy. Like, she'd hop up on you, like, when you come in the door and stuff like that, and be real happy and excited all the time. Mm-hmm. And then something happened after uh, Tink died a year or so ago. And she just got really spooked when a stranger comes in, even if it's like the stranger's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like super spooked, run from the room kind of spooked. Um, instead of just standing there barking at him or something, you know. Uh, and she just, she's gotten really jumpy and, and kind of like, I don't know, like just weird. And you can tell the difference if you <laughs> like knew her from before kind of thing. So I really don't know what's going on. I mean, it's not like my parents beat her or anything, you know. That you know of. Nah, they don't care. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Trust me on this one. But it, um... Do you beat her? No. That's just silly talk. Mm-hmm. Anyway, though, yeah. But apparently she's, physically she's healthy. So that's good. That's Katie. That's the one that's got the weird, like, rooster fantail. And then the other dog they got, which I always forget her real name. I just call her BB. <laughs> what is her real name? Bernadette? No, that's not it. Bernadette! Bailey. That's what it is. Bailey. Bailey. Um. Anyway, yeah. So she's. I, I don't think she's all together correct upstairs kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. She's just really kind of weird. <laughs> she's a weird dog. I mean, friendly. Real friendly, but she's just a weird dog, man. How she reacts to stuff. And that might be part of what's influencing Katie, too, because that's her, like, closest peer, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you got one somewhat weird neurotic dog brought into the house, it might make the other dog neurotic, too. I don't know. But, anyway. Dog life. I like them. Yeah, they're all right. Um... I'm trying to draw Julie. Yeah? For no. just a worker into a crowd scene? No, I'm just drawing her because I'm talking to you. Oh. I, uh, good luck with that. I am lettering a robot made out of stone now. A stone bot? Um, did you know that there are like six or seven movies in the Bring It On franchise now? Yes, I <laughs> And none of them have anything to do with the other ones. They're not like... One of them is like a slasher movie now. The newest one, yeah. yeah. Cheer or Die, I think it's called. And, uh... It's just weird because they're not like sequels. You can watch them in any order. It doesn't matter because they don't have anything to do with each other. Although I did see something to report that there might be a a direct sequel to the first one coming out or being made that actually stars, you know, people from the first movie. Although how they're going to do that 23 years later, 22 years later. I mean, I get, they'd have, it'd be like Degrassi, the next generation, I guess. <laughs> Everybody's adults and their kids are in it. I don't know. But how many? I don't get it. I mean, the first movie was fine. I haven't actually seen the other ones yet. But they, uh. It's just. It's fun, goofy. Late 90s, early 2000s movie kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It reminds me a bit of watching. Uh, yeah, like Stick It or something. You stick it. It's been stuck in. You're stuck in. I'm a strucker. I'm a turducken. Turducken? Yeah. Hell no. You're the devil. I've never had turducken. No, I, I don't think that's uncommon. I don't think a lot of people have. Do you think I'd like turducken? Mm, seems like a lot of action for you. I'll be honest, I've never had duck. I'm not interested in having duck. I asked my mom about that. Like, why have we never had a duck? Or, you know, anything like that. She said, well, frankly, I don't like duck. It's very greasy. It's like having even greasier dark meat from a turkey. And I said, oh, okay. But I don't mind dark meat from a turkey. So I, I don't do not like dark meat. I might like duck. But, uh, yeah. Turducken. There was something else I was going to tell you, but it's been so long since we talked, I forgot most of the things. I, um... 
blanking, man. <laughs> really? Yeah, tell me something good. Well, I don't have anything good to tell you. I, I've told you everything. Um, my little says I'm trying to memorize all the notes on the guitar neck. Okay. How's that working out? Um, probably not as well as I'd like it to. Uh, what else am I doing? I haven't eaten today, which is not good. I probably should try and do that. You probably should. Mm. Um, my prime reward balance, you know, the thing you get, like, if you defer your shipping, mm-hmm. they'll give you digital credits on stuff, like, ballooned recently. <laughs> Not bragging. No, it's just, it's weird because they make it hard to use it, kind of. Well, not make it hard. I've noticed, because I've been I've been using it to rent movies I don't feel like actually paying for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I wanted to watch Spider-Man movies, which I did. I watched two of them. You can't rent the third one yet on Amazon, for some reason. You have to either buy it or get a Star subscription. Oh, weird, because... It was, like, free for a while. The third one? The, yeah. The new Spider-Man. I'm talking about No Way Home. Yeah. That was free on Amazon? It was free on a couple places. Oh, well, I, I don't remember seeing it on Amazon. But anyway, maybe it was. I missed it. I don't know. Point is, is right now you can't rent it. Um, mm-hmm. But I was trying to rent the first two because I hadn't seen them. And... It was doing weird shit where, like, I, I rented the first one, and then all of a sudden, none of the movies I had <clears throat> queued up to possibly rent, they all switched to being unrentable, or, like, I couldn't use my credits on them. Mm. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? Because just a second ago, these were all fine, you know? And I had to wait, like, an hour, and then, then I refreshed it again, and I could use my credits to rent again. But only, like, one at a time kind of thing? It was really weird. I guess... They don't want you, since you have like, if you don't watch it right away, you've got 30 days to watch it. And, um, I guess maybe they don't want you like using all your credits in a rush to like basically store stuff for 30 days. Like if your credits are getting ready to run out or something because the Amazon credits expire after a certain point. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of strange. It it makes it kind of harder to use them up in time, I think. <clears throat> but I did see um, Homecoming and, and Far From Home, finally. Did you like them? Yeah, I think I liked Homecoming better mm-hmm. so far. I, I, I don't know. If, um, no Way Home looks really cool, but I haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that Far From Home was bad or anything. It was just um, a lot of it seemed disjointed to me. Mm-hmm. And I guess part of that's probably because in the early part they're they're having to explain what happened in some of the other movies, like with the, everybody being disappeared and then brought back again a couple of years later or whatever. Yeah. Um. So that that just made it seem like you're jumping into something kind of unprepared or something, you know? Because at first I forgot about that part of the rest of the MCU storyline, and I was like, "What? Huh?" And it took me a minute to remember, and I figured it out, and, and it worked it out, but. Yeah. And it just, uh, I don't know, the whole, I thought the Mysterio, like, the character was really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty good representation of Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole disgruntled employees of Stark Industries thing, or, or 
enemies of Stark Industries plus disgruntled employees of Stark Industries, and mm-hmm. I don't know, it just seemed kind of mixed up. I don't know. Mm. To me, but I mean, it was still a fun movie. Having said that, like I enjoyed watching it. I'm kind of glad to see a high schooly Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I'm kind of, you know, I was tired of, of constantly rebooting Spider-Man and having to see his origin over and over. Yeah. Because um, this is what the third in twenty years, I think. That's right, right? Yeah, it's like the third one in twenty years. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So you know, but at the same time, I think Tom Holland does really good and. It's fun to see a high school Spider-Man, like, because Spider-Man's acting, he always acts like a teenager anyway, even the adult Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like, with his quips and stuff like that. Yeah, they got him, like, pretty much dead on this last time. I mean, there's something great about each version of him. Yeah. Even uh, di- even Disco Spider-Man. Disco Spider-Man. Where he's walking down the street, like, in a disco suit, and he's... Oh, the third? Third of the first one? Fire ones? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of kidding about Disco Spider-Man, but anyway. You like Disco Spider-Man, you know. Yeah, well. Disco Spider-Man. Um. But yes, I'm looking forward to whenever I get around to watching No Way Home. It is weird. The further they've gotten into this now it's it's weird watching MCU movies out of order and not you know not remembering exactly what happened to the movie you watched like a couple of years ago yeah because I mean at this point the Spider-Man movies are the, the two I've watched are already I think the second one was in 2019 or something like that mm-hmm. so I mean it's already older but I had I just I had never seen them mm-hmm. and if you just want to watch say one of the characters movies they're so tied into the other stuff, it gets kind of weird. Yeah, it's like actual comic books now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, and I mean, that's by design. You know, obviously, they didn't do this by accident. Because mm-hmm. they, they want you to get into the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, what if I, I don't feel like watching Thor or something? I don't. Do you necessarily have to watch the Thor movies to get the rest of the MCU? No. Right, okay. And honestly, you know, the stuff in Spider-Man... The Spider-Man movies that I've watched so far doesn't ruin them. It's just kind of confusing at first. I guess. I just, all you need to know is that everybody disappeared for five years and Tony Stark's dead. Right. Which is a little jarring, though, if you're just watching these movies because he dies off in other movies, you know? Well, he shouldn't have been that important to Peter Parker at first. Well, he was... He was his mentor. He was his Uncle Ben. That's the thing I don't... That's the only thing I don't like about those movies. The lack of Uncle Ben? No, not the lack of Uncle Ben. The replacing of Uncle Ben. It makes sense, though, because, I mean, Spider-Man was always a nerdy tech dude. You know? It totally makes sense. It's not like they just pulled it out of nowhere or something. Like... Um... But, yeah. So, anyway... And I rediscovered another 90s song that I liked because I was watching a, a mid-90s movie and it was in the soundtrack for it. Do you remember a band called uh, Moon Pools and Caterpillars? No, because oh. you made that up. I did not. 
You made that up. Look it up. They uh, they had a song called Here that was pretty big for a minute. No. And uh, I remember liking it, and I hadn't thought about it in a very, very long time. And then I heard it on this movie, I'm like, hey, this song's good. Hey, this song's good. Yeah, man. This song's real good. And it's very, very 90s. <laughs> like, even if you watch, like, watching a video, it's just hyper 90s. Crazy. It's from, like, 95 or 96, I think. Hypercolor? Almost, man. Hypercolor was actually more early 90s. So. There's uh, newer newer kids in our studio now. Okay. And when you say newer, like age range? Yes. I mean, what, in their 20s? Yes. That's newer. Okay. And, How many uh, new people are in there now? Well, they're not official members, but, I mean, uh, like, Andrew's... Andrew and Addison are in their 30s, I think. Oh, well, Addison's been there, like, for a while. He's not new anymore. Yeah, but there are two new people who aren't official, but they come in every once in a while, and they're in their 20s. Okay. And uh, I had to explain to one of them, uh, what was it we were just talking about? Hypercolor? Yeah, I had to explain to them what hypercolor was. Okay. They have no memory of hypercolor. Well, I mean, it was a blip. It was only around like a year or like a season. It was like a year. It was like that one summer when every girl had a handprint on her ass. I I told him like every bad thing, it came from Florida. (laughs) Is that where it originated? Well, that's where you would get your hypercolor shirt. Because, I mean, we had them in Ohio. Well, I only remember seeing somebody with one after they came back from Florida vacation. I don't remember ever buying one in Jackson. Yeah, I, I they were. I remember people buying them here for that one summer. Like, yeah, it was just a summer. And then because you would you would essentially just have different colored pit stains than the rest of your shirt. Yeah, that and and like I, I mean I wasn't joking when I said it was like the summer when every girl had a handprint on her ass, like kind of thing. Well, it didn't last that long. I don't. No, but sometimes they'd do it themselves just because it was funny, Uh-oh. you know? And sometimes it was, like, legit they got groped, <laughs> you know? And I don't even know how long those clothes were able to do that. Yeah, I don't think they were meant to be that long. <laughs> I'm drawing a psychotic Julie. <laughs> this is funny. Better not show it to her. No, show it to her. I'm showing it to her. Oh, she's getting it shown. Because they were, like, um... They weren't like a tie-dye. They were more like an ombre kind of shading, right? I don't know what that means. Uh, shade from like one color into another. Because they, they weren't like tie-dye, but they weren't one solid color shirt either. They were, they were kind of like tie-dye, if I remember correctly. Really? I know mine did seem tie-dye-ish. And then they, they only had two colors. So the, you'd have your base color of when it was cool, and then whatever spot got warmed up was uh, turned into the different color. It was like blue and pink, or um, green and yellow, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they had anything like black to anything. That I can recall, anyway. It was all like real bright, garish colors. And, uh, yeah. 
I don't know. That's one of those things where you figure somebody would have brought it back by now because everything comes back. Mm. <laughs> you know? But at the same time, it wasn't a very flattering application of the technology. No, it wasn't. It invariably just turned out looking really bad. But, yeah. Hypercolor. That, yeah. was, that was like the summer of 90 or 91, I think. Uh, would have been, I was still in school, so it would have been 90. Yeah, 91 is when I graduated. So. Yeah. I don't think I had a hypercolor shirt when I graduated. Well, you might have. Whatever happened to your hypercolor shirt, Mike? Uh, I don't know. I think I wore it out. Like, I, uh, But I think that may have had something to do with like the chemicals in it. I don't think they lasted very long. I wonder if there are still hypercolor shirts that change color. Right. I don't know. I guess we could go on eBay and see if anybody's selling hypercolor. <laughs> that sounds like a new project. That sounds like something I don't care about. Really. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tell you the truth. Truth be told. Um, yeah. Anyway, I also uh, used some of my credits to finally get around to watching The Meg. The Meg? The Meg. Oh, I like The Meg. It's dumb. It is, It's, but it's everything I think I want from a Jason Statham versus a giant shark movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm not hard to please when it comes to that. Yeah. But, I, you know, it delivered everything I expected it would. <laughs> there was no disappointment involved. The only... If I had to say anything bad about it, it was that maybe it was a little too long. Yeah, maybe. Because it clocked in at... Let's see. What was it? Clocked in at an hour 53. Which, for Jason Statham versus a giant shark, might be a little too much plot development. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, though, I thought I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was pretty good. It was much better than Dino Shark. Uh, I haven't seen Dino Shark. It's got uh, Eric Balfour in it, and I'm pretty sure it was a sci-fi movie, like a sci-fi sounds TV like, movie. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, it's rated really well on Amazon, though. It gets, Why? It gets a solid four stars. Weird. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I watched it. It's... It's not good. It's not the worst thing I've seen, but it's not good. And at that point, I would have thought, like, while I'm watching them, I'm sitting there going, like, why was Eric Balfour in this? He could have done better. Uh, name something else he's been in other than ER. Uh, he was yeah. in Haven. He was? The TV show Haven. I don't remember seeing him in that. But I guess I didn't watch that. Julie watched it. He was the, uh, the, the town cop or whatever. I thought she was the town cop. Oh, he was the town criminal. Sorry, that's his. That's his thing. He usually plays a town criminal. Eric. Oh, I'm thinking of the black guy from ER. Wasn't his name Eric Balfour? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch ER. Weird. Is it two Eric Balfours? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Must be, I guess. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to think of like other stuff in here. You might have seen him in. Well, I know who that one is. He was on the first season of Buffy. 
think the first couple of episodes of Buffy. That I don't remember. I'm gonna look that up. That was so long ago. He was in Kids Incorporated back in 1991. Oh! Of course, I, there were a lot of people that were in Kids Incorporated. I wasn't. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I can't sing or dance. Are you really sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, he had bit parts in all kinds of stuff you've seen, like Dawson's Creek, Can't Hardly Wait. He was on Chicago Hope. I was on Chicago Hope. Everybody was on Chicago Hope. I hope. Am I wrong about Haven? I could have swore he was in Haven. Yeah, he's in Haven. <laughs> he's even in a few episodes of the OC. Your face was in a couple episodes of the OC. I wish. The OC would have been a perfect life. Would it? Possibly. But anyway, um, so yeah. If you're in, you know, just want to watch a giant shark movie, Dino Shark's not terrible. I guess. Just not great. Um, yes, do. What in the world? Oh, okay. So yeah, weird, strange. I, I got a notice on my phone from my porch camera finally. That shows me the UPS guy stopping by. Would have been nice if it would have told me that, like when it happened. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Um. Okay. Also, two other things I want to watch and with my credits because I want to just mention it. <clears throat> I've mentioned how I like uh, The Rock in, in roles where he can make jokes. A, I like him better in those than I like him in serious roles. So I watched Rampage. <laughs> I like that movie. It was fun. I, I mean, I, there's you can't really have high expectations of a movie based on that video game. I guess you can. It's sort of a kaiju movie, right? Mm-hmm. More or less? Yeah, sure. Okay. But, you know... It was fun, and I enjoyed it. He uh, he did everything that The Rock should be doing in a movie like that. <laughs> um, the other video game-based movie that I watched right after that was Milo Jovovich and Monster Hunter. Mm. And that is not a terrible movie, but I don't feel like it was... I don't know, man. It, it felt really incomplete, <laughs> you know? Visually, it was pretty, but like it just sort of—if you don't play the video games, it didn't feel like it. You had a lot, of, like it had much of a dog in the race, kind of. Thing. Mm-hmm. And I've never played the video games, so. And from what I read about it, if you have played the video games, you'd probably also be disappointed in the movie because it's. Because you like video games and you're disappointed in everything. Oh yeah, that could be that too, for that matter. I suppose. Um. But it was, again, like I said, it was pretty, and it was all right. But for what it was, it felt kind of long. That's all. I talked about movies. I'm about to watch all the Transfers movies. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Well, I, after I get done watching all the Bring It On movies. Because mm. I, I watched the first one last last night. So. But uh, Transfers, most of them, I think, are up now in the freebie section. <laughs> um. Oh, I know. I went, I went to talk also. I, I watched a Halo movie, which was a video game movie. Oh, yeah. It was the live-action one called Forward Unto Dawn. Yeah. And that is another one that just feels like, as a movie by itself, feels just kind of incomplete. I read up on it, though, and it was not originally presented as a movie. It was presented as episodes online. And it was to kind of lead you into the, the game that was coming out kind of thing. So in context of its actual usage, I guess it, it makes sense. But watching it as a standalone movie, and I haven't played the Halo games either, it just felt kind of, eh, you know. So, yeah. That's my movie <laughs> movie watching review thing. Wasn't interested. Kind of stuff. You want to see uh, Lee Pace as a badass amnesiac soldier in the middle of an alien invasion? What movie is that? It's called Revolt. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. That was actually all right, to be honest. But uh, yeah. Other than that, I, I was watching. Uh, I, for some reason, I decided I wanted to watch The Quiet Man. That's a movie I saw when I was a kid, and I've liked it ever since. Mm-hmm. That's an ancient John Wayne movie. Um, mm-hmm. Because I watched that, Amazon started popping up a bunch of other... They've got like a bunch of his 30s movies and stuff like that. And so I, I wound up watching a handful of John Wayne movies. And... I don't, I'm trying to think of how to put this. My How I feel about watching John Wayne movies is complicated. Because... Well. Partially because I know... It's complicated by the fact that I know that, like, his politics and his stuff like that, you know, like, where I didn't know the, that stuff when I was a kid and I watched him. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I really, really liked John Wayne movies. Mm-hmm. He was like a, you know, a hero, as far as I was concerned, you know? Um, but when I watch movies today, like, especially the westerns that involve Indians and stuff, I'm a little, like, I don't, man, I don't know if I really like this very much, you know? And again, also, like, knowing personally his politics and stuff, from reading articles about him and, and stuff, since I've become an adult, I'm like, this guy would hate me if we knew each other in real life, you know? Yeah. Maybe hate's a strong word, but we wouldn't be friends. We wouldn't get along, you know? And, and that's kind of a thing where, like, you don't want to think that about somebody you consider a hero at some point. Yeah, you really can't... You can't, you can't put that stuff on them. Right, and that's where, again, that shows sort of the problem with making anybody a hero in your own mind. Because yeah. you are putting them up to something that they probably can't live up to. You know? Yeah, a lot of the people that you want to idolize don't deserve it. And that's not their fault, though. <laughs> you know? It's not that they don't deserve it, it's that they, they couldn't possibly, you know? I mean, I'll, I'll bet, like, even Mother Teresa probably, like, filched something every now and then, you know? Mm-hmm. But, anyway. 
some of them I still like. I really enjoy watching The Quiet Man. It's a pretty movie and it's a goofy plot, and I I just like it. And it's, but that's one of those things that again, since I've liked it since I was a kid, I've got that kind of prior history with it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Oh, I also watched a uh, Wings Hauser movie. Which one? Called Pale Blood. I don't know if I've seen that. He plays a, a slightly psychopathic vampire hunter. Oh, then I haven't seen that one. And it, it was from ninety one or ninety two. And mm-hmm. it's um it, it it was in that firmly in that period where vampires were like detectives and good guys and stuff. Um because it's got a, a good guy vampire detective in it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Wings Hauser keeps turning to the screen and going, Mike! That wasn't funny. No, but I, I do have this image of you, like, suddenly you watching movies, and every time Wings Hauser shows up, he, oh my God. he turns and looks at you and goes, Mike! I, would, I don't know if I'd freak out or, like, think that I've discovered the secret of the universe. <laughs> Um, for sure, man, for sure. But yeah, it was it was definitely a, a housery type role that he was in. <laughs> I, don't know, I mean, you know, not much more you can say about that, I guess. Pale blood, though. Pale blood. Yep. Um, and finally. I watched, I think it was a Korean movie? Could have been Chinese, I can't remember. Uh, it's a movie called The Island. And it was this group of employees are on like an employee retreat team building kind of thing. You've heard this story before. I, at least I've seen this in other movies and stuff before. Um, so they go off on this team building retreat and things go awry. Mm-hmm. But the awry in this case is that they get on this I didn't even know they had these things. These buses that can actually be boats as well. <coughs> so they're on this bus that's also a boat, and they're supposed to be heading out to some island. And at the same time, there's a, a, a comet heading towards Earth, like a big comet that's supposed to crash. Not, like, destroy the world level, probably, but cause problems kind of thing. And that's depending on where it hits, right? And they, they've got, like, a scientist guy with them that's part of the presentation for the team building thing for the company that's saying, well, if it hits the ocean, you know, it could wipe out land masses all over the place. And it, it, I guess it hits the ocean or something. Mm-hmm. And so they, they get caught up in this giant tidal wave tsunami thing and get stranded on this just like, I, you know, it's like maybe a mile across like island thing and have to survive. But they're like in this corporate structure and stuff, and of course it turns into the Lord of the Flies, like that always does. Hmm. Um, but it was it was interestingly done, and the way they wrapped it up, I thought was really cool. It was fun, and it's it's a comedy too. On top of it, it's not like a horror, straight up horror movie or anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I just thought it was pretty fun. So, but yeah, you know, it's subtitled, so it's one of those things where you you got to watch it, watch it. Yeah. And. I still don't know if this is a Korean movie or a Chinese movie. Wang, that's probably Chinese, right? Mm, probably, yeah. And Shuki, like QI, that's probably Chinese. Yeah. Okay, so it's a, it's a Chinese movie, I'm guessing. 
Uh, it's from 2018, so it's it's not like new, new, but it's recent. There you go. That's that's things I've watched that you might find interesting, or maybe not. Crank. I don't really care if you find it interesting or not. Whatever. Crank doesn't care. Crank don't give a fuck. I mean, you know, I'm just talking about stuff I've watched. That's all. Yeah, you know, Crank's back. I'm talking to you, Mike. Um, why you? Did I do that right? I don't know if you're trying to be me. You did wrong, because I don't sound like that. I don't sound like that. Hey. What? That wasn't nice. You're right. I don't sound like that. You did for a second. I will kill you. Well, you kind of went up on pitch and... and <laughs> got, a little, got a little accent-y there for a second. Oh, did I? That's what Julie would do. <laughs> oh, did I? Did I do that? Well, you know, I'm just saying, man. Whatever. Whatever. You know. Okay, fine. For sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway. What do you want? Why are we talking? Uh, actually, how long has it been? Has it been? How many weeks has it been that you've been hiding from us? And by us, I mean all the people that listen to this thing that we make I'm gonna say it was January 20th was the last time we spoke Mm. January 20th so roughly four weeks a long time for us three and a half weeks three and a half weeks I guess actually something like that nine and a half weeks (laughs) Uh uh-uh. uh, we ain't doing that refrigerator scene. <laughs> no, uh uh-uh. uh, no. I didn't think you would get so specific. Uh, that, I mean, that was gross when I saw the movie itself. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only, only. Actually, that's the only thing I remember about that movie. A girl I was dating at the time made me watch it with her. I guess she thought it'd be sexy, and I'm just I'm sitting there going, "Ew." And that's about all I can think of. So, uh, yeah. None of that nine and a half weeks. Nope. Uh. But, anyway. Yeah, I think we're done. That's what I meant to say. We can be done. We're done. You're, you are done. We're, we're at a little over an hour. I don't know if we got an email. But. I don't either. I haven't checked in weeks. Uh, Gmail. This sounds like an interesting book. It's called Kaibio. The Supernatural Cats of Japan. Oh. Are they? I don't know. You have to read the book and find out. Uh. I, uh... Oh, wrong, wrong link. Go, go find the right link. There we go. Oh. I'm trying to see what's in stores this week. Uh... I don't know if I should read this on on here, but it's an there is an email for you, an invitation to go on a GI Joe podcast. Uh, me? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I remember that much, but can you forward it to me? Mm-hmm. Because I don't um I don't know how I don't remember how to access the Crankcast email. <laughs> I don't know if I have the passwords anymore. 
I have sent it. Well, thank you. But other than that, we had a zero of the email. Email. Email? Email. Email. Batman? Batman? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Well, all right then. I'm just cruising through the, the stuff in stores this week. Is this the, yeah, this week's the week of the 15th, right? On Wednesday. What are you doing for Valentine's Day, Mike? Nothing. Nothing? I'm, we're having our annual uh, test of strength. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so... It's, it's like an endurance thing. Yeah, Julie and I, uh, we... Uh, we show how powerful we are by doing things around the house. Awesome. Yeah. We talking like uh, like feats of strength and, and endurance. Yeah. So tests of courage. Uh huh. Yeah. So we're Yes. <laughs> she. You're gonna try and brush the cat's teeth. Yep. We we have to we have to negotiate through the house without one of us killing the other. Oh. She, like, jumps out on you like Kato in Pink Panther. <laughs> All right. All right. Sounds cool. Um, has, uh, when's Rock Gods coming out? Uh, I think June, like, June the 1st or something like that. Oh, okay. Early June. So that's, that's going to be like a, like a summer temple. Yeah, uh, yeah. And by temple, I just mean, you know, nothing. <laughs> it's a summer book, is what I mean. You're a summer book. I'll just, you know, I, uh, because Valentine's Day is coming, a bunch of the news feeds I follow and stuff have been posting, like, weird old Valentine's Day cards. Yeah. Stuff with monsters and, and superheroes and stuff. And it's kind of funny to watch it, or see it, rather. I mean. Frank Miller has his own label? Yeah, I don't know if he's made anything on it yet, though. Uh, I guess so, because there's a issue two of Frank Miller's Pandora is in stores this week. But mm. I'm just, um, I don't know anything about it. I, it's the first time I've just ever seen that Frank Miller has a, a Frank Miller label publishing. I mean, is he publish it? Uh, I don't think so. I don't I don't see any, like I'm looking at a dressed cover and I don't see anything other than his name on it. Well, I mean his name and uh, you know other people's names, but not like a publisher name or anything. Well, the world actually moves on when you don't pay attention. Yeah, that's the problem, right? That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan. Maybe I'll talk about that with the therapist. Oh, about the feeling that life's passing you by. Yeah, I don't like it. You should bring in the first Weezer CD. Yeah. Play it along. I always have this thing in the back of my head that if I, it's going to be like the, that Rorschach, uh, uh, issue of Watchmen where I'm just going to drive a therapist insane. (laughs) (laughs) They're just going to like, oh, I've stared into the abyss. You're going to go for my life is ruined. Overload them. Um, 
Uh, from Image, 8 Billion Genies number 7 is in stores today. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Scotty, I guess. Scotty's still doing it. There's a new I Hate Fairyland. Really? Number 4, actually, is in stores. Again, life happens when you're not paying attention. Is he drawing those? I think he has other people drawing those. I don't know. I mean, I, I used to... He used to post that stuff like on Instagram and stuff, and so I'd see it and, and know what was going on with him. But I haven't been on Instagram in a long time. Oh, right. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Did I tell you, I, I finally killed my Twitter account. No, and I back, should. Uh, back in December, I finally did it. It was right after Musk was kicking off journalists left and right. Yeah. And I was like, that's enough. I don't use it in any way. There's no point in me even giving him a like a fake number to have me on there. So I. I cancel my account finally. Um, also this week, the issue 10 of 12 of the Image 30th Anniversary Anthology, I think there's a hack slash story in there? Mm-hmm. I think. I'm not entirely sure, because I've, I've never been completely clear about what stories are in which issues, but anyway. Oh, and, and hey, Nightclub. Nightclub number three is in stores this week. Oh... It's been okay. So it's been like four weeks because the last time we talked, we I talked about nightclub number two. Wow, <laughs> they're beating us. <laughs> it took us forever to put out our nightclub. Yeah, <sighs> this is a cool title for a comic book. I don't know anything about it though. It's called what? "What's the Furthest Place from Here." Oh yeah, uh, I like that as a title. It's got an intriguing cover. It's like a night scene in the woods with a bunch of glowy dots and then just a knife and a stump. Oh my god, that sounds clever. Matthew Rosenberg and Tyler Boss. I don't, Tyler Boss. I don't know if I know. I don't know. Have they worked on other stuff? I don't know. Boss. Here was a weird thing that I saw, and I, I don't even remember the guy's name now. I was reading an article and they were talking about this legacy of this piano player who's considered the greatest piano player in the world. Like for 40 years or something like that. I'm like, I've never heard of this guy. And not that I should, not that that invalidates him being considered the greatest piano player in the world, but I'm just saying to myself, like, I'm, you know, I'm into music. You think I'd at least have a passing knowledge of who's considered the greatest? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like maybe that's a failure on my part. Yeah. Because I, you know, they even listed the guy's name, and I'm like, I don't recognize. It. I don't recognize any of his work. I don't know anything about him. But he's considered like top. <laughs> and it makes me wonder. Like when I look, I, I triggered the memory because I was sitting here looking at the comic list. I'm like, are these people whose names I don't recognize? Do I just not recognize them because I'm not paying attention? For all I know, they might be considered like, you know, super important comic people or something. It's cause you suck. It's cause you suck. It's cause you suck. You been, watch, suck. You been watching Bring It On? No. Huh. I live it. <laughs> you brought it. I did bring it. I brought it. It's been brought. That's not in. I for some reason I kept thinking that was in the first movie, but it's not. So I don't know which movie that's in. It's been brought. Yeah. Yeah, that's not in a Bring It On. <laughs> you sure? I think so. I think it. Some, from something else. I remember it as being I think like it's from a TV show. Or 
I remember it as being something like mid two thousands, like maybe oh, between oh three and oh five, and somebody saying bring it, and then the re- response was, oh, it's been broadened. But I don't remember what it was. I, I just assumed it was from the Bring It On movies. Mm. But I, I, I might still come across it because I haven't watched. You assumed wrong, you little bitch. Wow, that was a that was just sort of. All right, go with it. It it's your thing. Go with it. It's your thing. It's your boy. Uh, Oni Press, Rick and Morty versus <laughs> Cthulhu, number three of four. Mm. <clears throat> so uh, that's Rick and Morty deconstructing the H.P. Lovecraft mythos, and uh, you know stuff like that. There's funny stuff in it. And Rick's and Morty's. I don't know. Whatever. And I think that's all I see. I don't see anything else really there. How's everybody in the studio been? Alright. Good, good. Everybody healthy and well? I'm eating a cracker. I hear you. Cracker for a cracker. Um, yeah, I think everybody's doing okay. They've all been out. So the studio is not much of a studio anymore. Yeah. Maybe I should dissolve it. Well, save yourself some money. Well. But then you wouldn't have any excuse to ever actually leave the house. No. And that might drive you a little, um, you know, batty. Believe me, I know. I, uh, I spend probably 85 to 90% of my time in my own house, and that's, I don't know. I'm sure, I, I know it's had an effect on me. I kind of wish I had a studio to go to with other people to interact with. But I don't. So. Okay, okay then. Well, I guess that's it for this week. Mike, final thoughts? I love you. Mike. I'm serious, man. Every time you watch a Wings Hauser movie now, he's going to turn to the screen and say that to you. It's going to be awesome! Okay, anyway. You can reach us at crankcast.com, crankcast at gmail.com. Uh, Mike's website is still uh, IHateMike.com. I don't know if he ever upstate, up, upstates it, updates it anymore. I mean, I guess I could, but I haven't. Yeah. Uh, I am still on Instagram, as is Mike. I just haven't been to Instagram in a while, because I feel like if I go to Instagram, then I'm not doing work, and I need to be doing my work. But now that my work's starting to get under control, you know, I might go back to Instagram again. But I won't be going back to Twitter, unless things that are markedly improve. Yeah. So, and, you know, as always, fuck Facebook. I say that knowing that they own Instagram, but Instagram still isn't Facebook yet. So, yeah. On that note, hope you all have the rest of a good week and a good weekend. I'm going to try to be uh, more regular about this from now on. So hopefully we'll see you by next Wednesday. Okay, then. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. I'm sorry. Bye.